starting Thursday. My log saw something that night. The mystery unfolds. What did it see? <laughs> James, you were placed under arrest for suspicion of the murder of Laura Palmer. Something happened a couple of days ago. Your palms ever itch? It's so strange. It's like I'm having the most beautiful dream. Recognize this necklace. And the most terrible nightmare all at once. So beautiful. Who would do a thing like that? Twin Peaks at its regular time, Thursday at 9, 8 central. Hi, everyone. I'm Sangeeta, and welcome to the first episode of the Log Ladies podcast. I'm here with my friend Katie. Hello. <laughs> and this is uh, a Twin Peaks rewatch podcast, but this episode we're going to be talking about the show in general, what we like about it, what we're expecting, and we're actually coming into this um, from a bit of an interesting angle because I've watched the show before several times. I really am a huge fan, and Katie has never seen it before. You've seen a few episodes, though, um, I think. <laughs> well, I have a confession. I accidentally watched the second episode because I thought it was the first episode, and then I got really confused, and then I gave up. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point and worth talking about because um, when it comes to Twin Peaks, the first episode was a feature-length thing. So it's a two-hour pilot that, if it wasn't picked up by the network, was going to be released just as a movie. So I'm not sure how that affected um, how it was made, but it was sort of made as a movie. And then the first um, episode one would be episode two. Yeah, from that. I got it's so confused. <laughs> I got all the I got the box set and I had discs and I was like, well, I guess I don't need to watch the pilot. I mean, if this is episode one, the pilot's probably something else. So I I got confused and it just started into the middle of something. Yeah, I got a bit. I'm looking forward to actually seeing the pilot and knowing what's going on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a really good pilot. Um, it, it's definitely a good one. So I thought um, we could start out by talking about our history of the show, which you just did, and I could talk about how the reason I watched Twin Peaks is because of a Psych episode. I don't know if you're familiar with the show Psych. I'm familiar with it. I know it's very popular. I haven't actually ever seen an episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one of those um, USA Network shows that was really, really good, had a great eight seasons, and... They are huge Twin Peaks fans, so they did a lot of themed episodes based on stuff they liked, and they had one called Dual Spires, and, ah. <laughs> and they um, got a lot of the uh, cast of Twin Peaks to be on it and have little, there were hundreds of Twin Peaks references on it, and I really liked the Psych episode, and I trust them. I just right. generally trust the writers of Psych, so I decided to <laughs> check out Twin Peaks. And I really like it. Um, I've watched it a few times. I also took a class on David Lynch um, back in college. I was a film major. <laughs> you're kind of the David Lynch Twin Peaks expert on this podcast. I think it's, you're like, I mean, comparatively at the very least. Comparatively. Because <laughs> uh, I, I definitely am a fan of not just Twin Peaks, but David Lynch in general. And I think Katie and I were talking about how we could um, maybe do episodes based on other movies that he had worked on, because he's done a lot of really interesting work. Mm. Have you um, seen any of his movies at all, or any of his... Uh, I've seen Blue Velvet. I love that Which I loved. And Mm -hmm. I do love um, 
Kyle McLaughlin. Is that oh, the yes. name? And I know that yeah. he's the main character in Twin Peaks, so I'm really excited about yes. that. <laughs> oh, I love him. And it was so fun because I'm from Portland, Oregon, and there's a show called Portland. Yes. If you have an art bit. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays the mayor on it. I'm like, Agent Cooper's our mayor. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. <laughs> it's pretty. It all ties in oh. together. I love it when they, yes. like, there's so many. Oh, yes. well, that's the thing about Twin Peaks is that it's one of those ones I've seen everywhere like there are so many references to it in things i love and everyone but it's i think because it would aired like literally before i was born slash the year that i was born so mm. that over the two seasons so i never every when i came into the world it was already established mm. canon or something yeah and I never really had a chance to like sit down and actually catch up because obviously I wasn't going to watch it as a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be confused and slightly worried if I, our parents let us watch Twin Peaks. As, yeah. As <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely an interesting show. Not for children. Yeah. But it is one but, of those things I've always meant to watch and I'm really excited mm-hmm. to get a chance slash excuse to watch it and have someone to like talk about it with because I yeah. always need to talk about stuff with like <laughs> to analyze each episode and stuff. I'm... Oh yes. You're gonna love this show then. But you brought yeah. up something that's definitely really important. Um how influential Twin Peaks is. Because mm-hmm. it's it's definitely hugely influential. Cause I always say that Twin Peaks, if it aired now, would be really, really successful. I mean it was a cult success back then but I don't think it had like the widespread I mean I don't know this was before I was born but my impression just seems to be that it aired a little bit before its time because we were doing some research on what was airing at the time and it aired at the same time as Cheers and the Cosby Show and Full House and all these really really great family shows and then there's David Lynch (laughs) coming in with Twenty, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So let's talk about that because I think that's really interesting, especially for everyone listening, like to kind of set the scene of we might be watching Twin Peaks in twenty sixteen, or might be listening to it in twenty twenty. I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> but to be watching it now, um, I think yeah, it's kind of fun to set the scene of like what was going on when it actually aired and like what was in people's minds and. It's oh yes. Were you saying so? It was on literally at the same time as Cheers. People would choose yes. between Cheers and Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> it was an interesting um, situation with the airing time actually, because it aired on Thursday and then it switched over to Sunday, or it started on Sunday, switched over to Thursday. I can't remember, but it wasn't. I don't know. It, it had that issue. Yeah, airing at the same time as. Cheers. Wow. So it's hard. So going back in time, kind of, to the context. Let's go back in time. Context is important, I always think, to TV yes. shows, like, knowing when it was. Definitely. It's not just what was happening airing TV-wise, but what was happening in the world, I think, is super interesting to think about. Mm. So, uh, it was April 1990. Yes. Who was in the White House? I'm English, so I have an excuse not to know. Oh, I don't have an excuse. Um, <laughs> I think the first Bush. The first Bush. Uh, wow. I think so. Because when I was born, my mom sent like birth announcements to the White House. And the one I got back was like a 
one of those generic congratulation things from the first Bush. Wow. I think that's who it was. I could be wrong. That might be the year he was. Yeah, I was right. I was right. I'm a good American. <laughs> okay. So George Bush is in the White House. Gosh. I, um, I actually looked up a few fun things that were going on in April, mm. but I just thought <laughs> would help put us in the mindset, you know? Um, All right. Just to know what is going through people's heads. Um, so we were talking about Oregon, mm-hmm. um, where Portland is. Did you know that on the 1st of April 1990, it became illegal in Salem, Oregon, to be within two feet of nude dancers? That was also the day that in, yeah. as part of WrestleMania 6, bear in oh. mind we're like on WrestleMania like 30 something now, um, WrestleMania 6, Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan. Mm. So Hulk Hogan had been dethroned. It was like the end oh. of, you know. Oh man. I watched Hulk Hogan's reality show, uh, Hogan Knows Best. Yeah. I don't remember anything from it except that his daughter got a tattoo, and it was a really controversial episode. Wow. On the 5th of April 1990, Paul Newman won a court victory to keep giving all the profits from Newman Foods to charity. Oh, wow. So, I didn't even really know that that... I mean, I always knew that Newman Food was good, but never knew it was Uh that good. That yeah. kind food. That's awesome. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's what people were thinking about when Twin Peaks was going to air. That's yeah. The, that's the way the world was. I'm not, I mean, I can't say, not, I don't think either of us were born in April of 1990. And, no. And, um, yeah, I wasn't born, so I don't care what was happening. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, so... April 1990. Uh, I think it's also a good thing to talk about, go a little bit further back in history, to go back to 1988, mm-hmm. when there was a writer's strike. Um, and Twin Peaks was um, pitched to ABC by David Lynch and Mark Frost during the writer's strike. So, ah. yeah, I think that's interesting, because I don't know if ABC would have been so willing to give David Lynch so much freedom with the pilot if it wasn't for the fact that they wanted something on TV. Right. And so he had done a few films prior to now. He had done Eraserhead, right? He'd already done Eraserhead. He'd done The Elephant Man. He'd done a few things because he... So David Lynch is really interesting to me as a director. He's one of my favorites. um, And part of the reason for that is he comes from an art background like he started drawing and painting and he went to the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts in Philadelphia. And he really cites Philadelphia as a big influence apparently. And he was making a lot of short surreal films and he actually went to a school in Boston first and then was really disillusioned with it and went to Europe to try to get more inspiration and was disillusioned by that as well. And then he went to Philadelphia and that was the city that really gripped him apparently. Cool. He's making surrealist films from that perspective, which was, which is different, I think, than a lot of approaches. Cool. So as like a complete newbie to this, is there something, is there, are there, like, any, like, themes or, like, things that he's always interested in that I should be looking out for as we start to watch this? Mm-hmm. I think, well, 
Specifically with Twin Peaks, the things I wrote down, the first one was that he loves to explore small towns with a dark side. That's something he loves. He used to live close to where I live, actually, in Virginia, and he said that part of that really influenced him to really explore small towns, like really idyllic looking, beautiful places. Like the Pacific Northwest is gorgeous. Um, but he, he wanted to explore that sort of quote seedy underbelly. That's what my film professor <laughs> always said. He was like the seedy underbelly of small towns. Right. And, um, that's one thing he just loves to get into because if you look at Twin Peaks, um, just, pictures of the town it looks like a lovely pacific northwest logging town and then you really get into it and there's just like murder and mayhem and all this stuff. <laughs> so he really likes getting into that another thing about david lynch i think is important to note is he doesn't particularly care if you're comfortable or if you understand what's happening okay that's good to <laughs> know one, <laughs> yeah there's one um because it's art it's art it's not about holding your hand and guiding you through the Agent Cooper's story. Agent Cooper doesn't get someone to guide him through the story either, so you're sort of on that with him, I think. And there's one thing that's important to note is that I think it's in the pilot, so the first two-hour episode, there's a scene where Agent Cooper, this isn't really going into spoilers, but Agent Cooper has to get a piece of evidence from under Laura's fingernail, and he like there's a long shot of him with tweezers pulling something out of under her fingernails. And it was a long shot and the network was apparently really uncomfortable. And David Lynch essentially was like, I don't care. It's okay. going into it. So that's going into it. Um, and that's not a spoiler. I think one thing we want to do with this show is not spoil things for you or for Katie, who is also going through this <laughs> for the first time. I don't want to spoil it. So if you want a good way to watch um, Twin Peaks and have somebody to sort of talk to um, talk to about this, then our podcast is for you because we're not going to go into spoilers. Yeah, I mean, but during the episodes when we... During the episode, Like, yes. for the episode episode, well, I personally cannot guarantee I won't spoil everything. I'll probably shout the plot yeah. twist at the beginning. Um, <laughs> I think what we want to do is that if you want to watch along with us as we go through this, so this episode is just an intro, and then next episode is going to be watching that hour and a half um, pilot episode that was actually going to be a movie if it wasn't picked up as a pilot, so it's that length. We're going to talk about spoilers in the episode, but we're not going to talk about anything that happens beyond that. So just so you know what to expect. So you should watch the episode first. So you can watch it with us and yeah. talk about it with us. Um, and we are also, um, it'd be really fun if you watch it, if you want to tell us what you're thinking about the episode, because then we will like be able to address it, I guess. Um, like yeah, we can, definitely. if you want to email us or tweet us or anything, we'll like read yeah, it out. Cause we could just talk about the show and we'd be happy to do that, but it would be really fun if you also told us your thoughts, because I think, I don't know if any of you know us from our YouTube stuff, we both make YouTube videos. Katie makes videos about vinyl records and they're awesome. And one thing we do is reactions to albums and we just talk about the albums we're listening to as we're listening to them but what makes them really fun and dynamic is that people listen and tell us what they think as well so it's always great to have other people's opinions about these things yeah 
So one other thing we wanted to talk about a little bit that we don't know about because we said we're, we were both born after Twin Peaks aired is how the show was marketed. So if any of you are listening to this who are older than us and saw the ads and saw how it was marketed, please tell us because I tried to find some ads and it was just really hard to find any uh, on YouTube or anything, any ads of how the show was advertised. And I suppose because it feels like one of those shows that we're quite used to viral marketing campaigns and like having teasers for stuff and having people promote things in like really like intense ways. But mm-hmm. I wonder whether maybe it didn't have the kind of promo that it would have if it was released now. Like even though it feels like a show yeah. before its time, maybe it really did just have like posters. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about all I know about how it was marketed is the whole who killed Laura Palmer. That mm-hmm. was the question. Um, and without going into spoilers, what can I say? How can I say this? Without going into spoilers, spoiler, I think no, no, no. <laughs> this won't spoil it. <laughs> but one thing about the show getting um, canceled early and the whole issue is that is that the network forced David Lynch to answer that question a little early because I guess in a way it's fair. Like it was marketed like this is the question and he wasn't necessarily going to answer it in a satisfactory way. But that's all I know about the advertising. But thinking about it now in terms of 2016, um, we mentioned earlier how influential Twin Peaks was and a show that surprises people when I bring it up, when I say a Twin Peaks influence is that is it on ABC, Pretty Little Liars? ABC is Family, ABC? isn't it? Yeah, it is ABC. So Pretty Little Liars is a show that's based on a book series. And I describe it as Twin Peaks meets Gossip Girl. So it's a little bit of a teen drama in a lot of ways. Though, to be fair, Twin Peaks was sort of soap opera meets a police investigation show. <laughs> and that's but all pretty- I'm expecting. I just want <laughs> to clarify that's all I'm expecting. <laughs> But Pretty Little Liars has, like, a character named Agent Cooper, and it's this, who shows up for a bit later, and then there's, it's about this beautiful small town, and then a murder happens of the beautiful, like, prom queen type, and, I don't know, that sort of Mm. thing. Um, What other shows? I made a YouTube video that was shows to watch after Twin Peaks, and I can't remember what they all were. Gravity Falls, which is a, I believe, Disney Channel, like, animated (laughs) show, which is, like, Twin Peaks Junior which is, it's really good, actually. Um, what else? We haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I'm already thinking of ones to watch afterwards. I haven't watched it. Yeah. We'll get there when we get there. But the point I'm trying to make is... Uh, it's a it, lot of influence. It'd be interesting to see if it aired now, how it was received, how it was, um, how it was advertised. Because I just, I don't know. I think about how TV shows now... There's always that little hashtag that pops up yeah. on TV that's like, tweet about this moment. I don't know. They do that on Pretty Little Liars. Well, it's funny to see Twin Peaks do that. <laughs> and that's a great point because um, I wasn't aware of this before, but uh, you, you actually told me recently that Twin Peaks is coming back. Yeah. So maybe and, they um, will. Yeah. It'll be so interesting to see how they treat it, I guess. And it's going to be on Showtime, I believe. Ooh. Uh, and it's going to be, I think they're starting to work on it now. So there was, a, a, I mean, there was a lot of drama with this new season where David Lynch 
said that Showtime was not giving him what he needed to make the pilot properly. Or not the pilot, the new season properly. Mm -hmm. So he walked away for a while and then he came back. So now he's actually going to be working on it, directing all 18 episodes, I believe it is. What? So He's directing 18 episodes? How is he doing that? I don't know if he's directing all of them, but he's doing, (laughs) working on all of them. Wow. um, 18, so it's supposed to be a small mini-series, like sort of how we were talking about the X-Files before we started recording this, because we're both X-Files fans as well, but the X-Files is airing a six-episode mini-series reunion sort of thing, but Twin Peaks is doing 18 episodes now, so that's going to be fun. It's going to air in 2017, originally supposed to be at the end of 2016, but it got pushed back, and I think, I'm not sure why, but... (laughs) happen but i have faith that when we get it it's going to be the best possible thing i trust david lynch that's really exciting because i feel like if i had watched this before knowing that if i had started watching twin peaks then i kind of i always feel a little bit sad when i know that a show is being cancelled because i'm like but even when i get to the end of this this is just the end like what's the point and then i always want more at the end but at least now if i get to the end of this and i want more i know that there is more and i can like watch it live Uh uh-huh it's kind of fun you definitely oh now i can't wait to hear your reaction to the what would have been the final episode Ah, i'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i get really excited about tv and i okay the biggest challenge for this for me honestly is not binge watching because i will watch Episode after episode after episode. If I like a TV show, oh I'll just watch four episodes in a row. And yeah, this twice. is a. Uh, I can't imagine what it was like watching this live when it aired, um, because this is a show that. Not to not to spoil anything again, but after the f- finale of the first season, I was like, "What?" And I had to go straight <laughs> to the next one. That's like you can't you can't end it like that. Wow. But like I said, David Lynch doesn't care if you're like yeah. comfortable. That's yeah, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't care if you understand fully what's going on. And I think another thing worth mentioning that a lot of people I know have issues with when trying to watch Twin Peaks is they think it is a very slow moving show. Mm-hmm. So I should expect it to be slow. I think, I don't know, because I didn't really have that problem, but the thing is, there are little elements of the show, like the theme song goes on for like 40 years before you well, actually okay. get into the episode. <laughs> it's like um, a very long theme song. It's it's very, if you know that he's an art student okay. coming into this, it makes more sense. And another thing I think is interesting, especially from our perspective, because we're both YouTubers, is thinking about how the way YouTube videos are editing now and like people have a six second attention span oh, God, vines yeah. and everything and you have to put in <laughs> I mean I don't I you don't but all the big YouTubers put in like lots of jump cuts and it's fast moving and there's music and there's always something happening and there's always something going on to keep that attention span. But uh, David Lynch is the opposite of that, which is good, I think. Yeah, I mean my videos are relatively long and mm-hmm. they're relatively talky. But I cut out so much. I cut out so many ums and, like, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm so conscious of, like, needing to jump cut anything that's boring that might make people click away because that's what you kind of expect with YouTube editing is that if someone's not interested, they're just going to click on something in the sidebar. So, like, to go back to something that is 
when you literally could put something on TV and you're like, ha ha ha, you have to watch this because it's the only <laughs> thing on. And if yeah. you don't, you probably don't have a VCR. Hey, maybe you do, but you probably don't have anything you want to watch tonight. Mm-hmm. It's like that like ownership of being like, I am going to put on something for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I like. I do like the way David Lynch sort of owns it. And he's like, this is my art. This is what I've created. And you're going to watch it. And you don't, I guess, if you don't want to, you can put on Cheers. But if you want to experience the world, then you can watch Twin Peaks. Because it's not about, like I said earlier, it's not about holding your hand and walking you through it. It's about you looking into a story. There is a lot of voyeurism sort of themes with David Lynch's work as well. Um, Maybe a bit with Blue Velvet. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely in Blue Velvet, there's a lot of, yeah, like even specific moments of like, well, yeah, I don't want to spoil a film, but <laughs> but it's good, and you should watch it if you're listening and you have yes. not watched Blue Velvet. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It is really good, really good film. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm glad. I'm excited to do this podcast. I'm excited um, for. If people listen and send us comments as well, because that'd be really fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So the deal will be, we meet back here next week. No. Next Wednesday. Wednesday, the 24th. Get it? If you've seen Twin Peaks before, you get it. Otherwise, you think I'm crazy. (laughs) Oh, I just like, what? (laughs) Um, But yeah, we will meet back here. Yes. Or you can listen to it later. I mean, whatever. I'm not your mom. I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> Listen to it now. Be here on Wednesday, you guys. <laughs> but <laughs> basically the deal will be that every week we will watch it and you will watch it all on our own time. And then we'll come back mm-hmm. having done our homework and we will all have a good chat about it. Yep. Which and good. there will be spoilers about the episode that we've all watched. Yes. To clarify. So if you haven't done your homework, it's going to be like that bit at school where you go into class <laughs> and... You haven't read the book, but you have to, like, make up stuff about having, like, read the bit afterwards, and then you be like, yeah. oh, no, that person dies, and I didn't know. Yeah. They didn't read the book. It's like flashbacks at school, where I, <laughs> I never I never read anything for school, except for one teacher I had. I loved her, and she made it fun. And then I had a horrible English teacher who looked like Umbridge from Harry Potter. And she, oh, made, us read, she made us read Wuthering Heights, and we were all so angry about it. <laughs> but I promise this won't be like that. I it promise. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> um. So, what's the best way to contact us? We didn't make an email for this podcast yet, did we? We'll ha- we'll do that. Uh, we'll make an email. But I think the best thing to do is to tweet either of us. We are both active on Twitter, and that's the best way to find us on all of our other social media. Yeah. So, for me, my Twitter handle, I believe, is at Hello Sangeeta. That's S A N G E E T A. And mine is at Katie. So that's C A T I E underscore Wawa W A H W A H. Yes, and we will make um, social media for this podcast. Uh, we clearly planned ahead. Well. <laughs> All right, guys, so we'll see you guys on February 24th for the first episode, the pilot episode. It's confusing, but the hour and a half one. 
That's the one. The long, long the, one. The long one. And we'll talk to you guys about that then. I'm Sangeeta. Oh, and <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not it's a professional. Okay. <laughs> I'm Katie. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. See you guys next time. ABC is starting to look more and more like the network of the 90s. There's a sort of evil out there. Something very, very strange in these old woods. Call it what you want. Uh, a darkness, a presence. Time magazine calls it the most hauntingly original work ever done for American TV. Twin Peaks is different. A long way from the world. That's exactly the way we like it. <laughs>